All right, y'all. Episode four, Bullish Project. Let's get into it. To start off, I want to say that I would be lying if I said that I thought I would have stuck with the podcast for four straight weeks. But here we are, 9.16 p.m., and I am grinding it out to do this episode for you guys and, and for myself to prove to myself that I can do it because I know I can, not because I need to prove it to myself. I just know that I can do it, so I'm going to do it. And it's better late than never, right? Whatever time you might be listening to this, whether you need to get through your Monday, you need to get through your hump day, your Friday, your Saturday, your your Sunday, dreading going back to work, whatever it is, hopefully I can be that person where you turn this on and it brings you a little bit of comfort, brings you a little bit of motivation, because that's what I want to do for myself is be motivation for myself as well as other people around me, set a good example, but I'm human as well. So when it comes to the podcast and doing something that I've never done before, it's scary sometimes. And there's a lot of points where you just want to give up. And and I've kind of come to that uh, conclusion at some point during the, the four weeks that I've done this. Today was no different. I kind of thought for a second, I was like, man, I could just wait till tomorrow to do it. It's late, you know, and, and theoretically, it's not too late, right? It's like nine o'clock. But at the same time, I just worked all day. So then I'm going to come home and work even more on this podcast. And part of me was like, yeah, I could just do that tomorrow when I have more time. And the other part of me was, no, I'm going to do this on Monday. It's Motivational Monday. I'm not going to not do it. So here we are doing it. And I'm proud of myself for that. So welcome to episode four. Today's topic is pretty sweet because it is a, it's kind of an unpopular opinion. And I'm, I'm pretty excited to talk about it because maybe it'll offer a different perspective to um, at least some of the people that I've interacted with um, either in the past or in, in recent times. And just something I've noticed, right? There's no hate here. This is just offering another perspective and, and based on the way that I see it, and I'm putting it out there for you guys. But as you guys can see from the title of the episode, it's uh, nice guys do not finish last. Some of you guys might be thinking, you know, what's the catch, right? You're probably going to drop some knowledge on us. And I definitely am going to drop some knowledge and, and perspective on you guys because as I talked about in the last episode, it was about expectations. So that is going to be the theme of today's episode, more so expectations. But it kind of links in with being nice as well. Because most people, if they say, oh, nice nice guys always finish last, my main thought to that uh, statement there is going to be, well, why do you think that? Why do you think that nice guys finish last? Because I don't think so. I'm a nice guy and I feel like I'm in first place right now in my life doing what I need to do. I know that I'm going to be where I want to be eventually. So I feel like I'm in first place and I'm cruising, right? I'm on, you know, say you do like a Super Mario uh, or Mario Kart type like marathon, right? And you're on like lap 50 of 100, right? That's how I feel. I feel like I'm in first place halfway through the race. Well, not even halfway through it, really. And I feel like I'm just going to cruise, cruise on through the race. You know, that's how I feel. So people say they don't finish last. Well, here's my thing. I think it has something to do with expectation and how you view expectations. Because if you think being nice makes you finish last, then you're probably also thinking that when you do something for somebody, you need to get something in return. 
you're expecting something in return. Because nice guys only finish last if you're expecting something in return. I'll use a good example just because this is the most popular thing I can think of regarding this topic. But say you have a friend who needs money and they they come to you and ask for money, right? I feel like everybody's had this scenario where you're either down on your luck and you're the person asking somebody else for money or you're on the flip side of that where now you're kind of in a better spot or even if you're not in a better spot with money, somebody still might ask you because they're in a bad spot and they're desperate. Hey man, can I get 20 bucks? Right? Somebody comes up to you and asks you, can I get 20 bucks for gas? Can I get $40 for food this week? Can I get $100 to pay the rest of my rent? Man, I'm in a tight spot. What you do when somebody asks you that will kind of tell you everything you need to know about what I'm talking about today. Because I've personally experienced this. And without you know, calling out those people, because I, I don't want to put their information out there, you know, their struggles and, and air out all that. That's not the point of this. But I have been that person before that needed money. And I am also, in the current time, the person who gets asked for money a lot. It happens a lot. <laughs> okay, multiple people at times. And the way I go about it is I'm thinking, hey, if I can help them out, then I'm going to help them out. Hey, man, I need to borrow 20 bucks. To, to get some food until I get paid on Tuesday. I promise I'll pay you back, man. I got you. And for me, these are most of my close friends asking me. But for me, I'm just like, if I got 20 bucks, I'm going to give you 20 bucks. Call it a day. You know, you don't need to explain to me what you need it for. Um, you know, if you're going to pay me back or when you're going to pay me back. Like none of that matters to me. If you're a friend of mine, close friend of mine, whatever, you ask for 20 bucks and I have 20 bucks and I'm willing to give it up to benefit you, then that's where it stops. And I'll I'll do a side note real quick because I am a big believer in leverage. The biggest thing that you could do in somebody's life is to do something nice for them and then never ask for anything else in return ever. Just do something nice for them just because you can. You're in that position and you can't. Now, if you can't, then you should just say, hey, I can't. I'm sorry. You shouldn't say, oh, I do have $20, but this is my last $20 and I need it back. Because then that puts you in a bad spot. But not only that, the person who's asking for the money is probably not in a place to pay you back because they need money, first of all. But second, do you really think they will pay you back? Because most people who need money are always struggling. And I'm not saying that people who need money don't pay it back because everybody's situation is different. But I've seen all sides of the spectrum here, at least from my perspective, people that need money and don't pay me back, people that need money and always pay me back, and people that just don't need money in general, right? I've seen all of it. Do you really think that person has the money to pay you back? And your, your assumption, without being mean, you know, your assumption should be no. And and not to assume, but you should you should have an educated guess about that situation. Because if they need money, they probably don't have money to give back. So if you're in a situation where yeah, you're like, yeah, man, I can give you 20 bucks, but I need it back by Tuesday because I need to put gas in my car or something. Like if you're really that strong for 20 bucks, then just don't give it out. Okay, that's that's my thought on it. Just don't give it out. 
But if you do decide to give it away because you really want to help that person out and then you expect it back, that not only puts unnecessary stress on you because that's money you needed in the first place, but that puts unnecessary stress on them because now they're worried about, oh, how am I supposed to find this extra money to pay them back? Not only that, especially if you guys are good friends, family, whatever, you're really going to ruin that relationship over 20 bucks. And not that it's 20 bucks all the time. It could be 200, 2000. But if you're constantly giving that person money and they're not paying you back, you have two options. You just don't give them any more money because you're expecting money back and you're not getting it. So you just don't give them any more money, which is fine. Or you could just keep doing it as long as you can help. And eventually they'll get back on their feet to where they'll just hand you stuff without you even asking. So to my side point there, the leverage comes into play when you can help somebody out and you just don't expect anything else in return. That should be how you think about it. It's kind of like playing in the stock market. I'm a big investing guy. I'm a big crypto guy. And anytime I watch a YouTube video, I pull on my phone, I, I watch YouTube. One of the first things they say, or one of the first things they like type in a little text box and they put on the screen is, hey, I'm not a financial advisor. Do what you want with your money and only invest money you are willing to lose. And as a finance guy, somebody who's interested in that stuff, that's kind of how I think about it. Only give money to somebody that you're willing to lose. If somebody needs a loan, leave that up to the bank where they have to sign a contract and do all that, which honestly kind of sucks. Nobody wants to pay interest. Nobody wants to pay more on money that they need, especially if it's short term. But leave that up to the bank. If somebody, if you're trying to loan money out, then just leave that up to the bank. You should be just giving that money and not expecting it back because you want to help that person out. Not because you want to help that person out, but I don't want to be taken advantage of, so I need that money back. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. And it's this idea of leverage where if you give something, then that kind of on an imaginary pedestal that kind of puts you a little bit up, you know, not that you're better than that person, but that person's going to remember that you did that thing for them. And most people will try to pay you back in other ways that may not be monetary, or they may try to pay you back that's monetary so that they can get back to that even level. And so that everything's even, right? If I go out to eat with my friends, I normally don't even hesitate. I'm just like, here, let me, let me buy lunch. And I've had my friends say, like, oh, yeah, you sure, man? I'll pay you. Like, it's no big deal. And like, it's no big deal to me either because I just don't expect anything in return. These are my friends. Like, let me buy you lunch because I care about you and I'm glad we're hanging out and I'm grateful that we're in this spot and I'm in a position where I can buy us dinner or lunch or whatever. So I'm going to do that. And I, I do that as much as I can. I just try to buy, if I can, lunch for people. Or I'll try to, you know, give them gas money if they're taking me places. Which on the flip side of that, if somebody needs a ride and they ask me, they're like, hey, I got gas money if you want to take me somewhere. More or less, I'll just say, yeah. And then I won't even ask for the gas money. For the most part, like sometimes if I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll go ahead and take it, but it, it's not something I expect in return. If somebody asks me to take them somewhere, then I'll just do it, whether 
I want to do it or not, I'll decide and then I'll do it. And then if I decide to do it, I don't put the stress on them to pay me. I offered to do it. Like even if you asked me, I still offered my service after you asked me to take you places or to a place or whatever, take you home. So that's on me for saying yes. That's not on you for needing the ride because the person who's saying yes should just be willing to do it if they can do it. That's just kind of how I think about it. And taking it back to the big theme of this episode, if you think, if you truly think that nice, nice guys finish last, and I've had trouble saying that all episode, by the way, I don't know if you noticed that, but I have. If you truly think that, then that means you're expecting something in return and you want something from them that they won't give you or they can't give you. And that's why you're, you have this bad taste in your mouth about that situation. You're like, oh, I was so nice to them. No, you weren't. You, you were nice to them to try to get something in return. And then when you didn't get it, now you're a douche about it. So, you're like, oh, yeah. And then you're just throwing up your hands. Oh, it's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault, right? Oh, yeah, it's always someone else's fault. So that's the biggest thing that I see all the time. And it just doesn't hit me the same way as it does other people. So that's that's my perspective on it. And I don't think that this episode needs to be too long just because the moral of the story is that's what it is. And I feel like my podcast should be about 20, 25 minutes just because I want to get the information out there. And maybe I will expand at some point my podcast episodes. Ultimately, I, I kind of want to get the story out there and then maybe I can build off of that is my hope. But anyway, I mean, it's almost like a teacher pet, teacher's pet too. People are like, oh yeah, you're just doing that because you're a teacher's pet. Well, if you think about it, teacher's pet, like most of them want something in return. Like if you think about that, like if you, even if you do like the literal version of it where like you're a student and you want to help out the teacher because you want to get like a good grade or something, most people still want something in return. And that gives you so much strength because if you can just offer yourself up, you're just going to get people to do things for you and you don't even have to ask. And it's not a bad thing. It's, it shouldn't be like a negative thing to think, oh yeah, people are just doing stuff for me be because they owe me something. It, they only owe you something if you think that they owe you something. For me, I don't think anyone owes me anything and I'm not above anybody else. And I don't think anybody else is above me, especially in my circle. I think, you know, I, I love every single one of the people that are in my circle and even my bigger circle because I have a few circles. I have friends that do disc golf. I have friends that do the EDM stuff. I have friends that golf. And most of them are all so many different friend groups and, and different personalities. So I see a lot of how people react. And the common theme is is this here. Like people just think that, they, they don't want to be a pushover. They think that kindness makes them a pushover. And I just don't agree. Kindness means you have an ungodly amount of strength to just be kind. It's just so weird how people think about it. It really is. Because it, in, in my 24 years of living, most people... Like, for example, if they're trying to get rid of something, 
they'll try to get money out of it, which is fine. You know, if you need the extra money and you want to sell stuff you're not using, that's totally fine. That's that's the name of the game. That's like garage sailing 101. That's like, you know, entrepreneurship 101. If you're just like a real dig in the dirt type person where you want to grind for your stuff and you're like, hey, man, I want 200 bucks to start this business and I'm going to sell stuff that I have that I don't use to get that $200. That's respect right there for sure. But some people have things that they're not using that isn't valuable to them anymore. And they will have a friend who needs said thing and they'll sell it to them. And I'm like, for me, that's just not me. Like no hate on somebody who who sells their stuff to their friend. That's just not me, man. Like I do sell things and if I need the money, I'll take it for sure. Like I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying, like, for example, I have a friend who needed a headset because we game together and I had an extra headset because I had just upgraded and I knew he didn't have the money to buy one. So in my mind, I'm like, man, let me just give him this headset. He has a problem and I want to solve it. Let me just give him this headset. And I think it's there's a fine balance that you can do with that. Like, yes, there are there are situations where you need to sell stuff, get the extra money and further your life. Because somebody else wants it and you want to have that middle ground. But there are other times where like somebody needs something and they, and they don't have the money. And I've literally seen people just like, oh, well, okay, you don't have the money. Fine, I'll just sell it to somebody else. And it's like you got your friend who needs something. And that was just an example. That was just my example. Like he, he didn't really need it, obviously. It's a gaming headset. It was more of a want than anything. But his went bad. And I noticed he didn't have one. So I just gave him that headset. I didn't charge him at all. And since then, he's upgraded, but he was able to use that headset until he got a new one. Like, it's just situations like that, that kind of blow my mind. Like, holy cow, you would actually try to sell something to somebody else versus give it to your friend who might need it. I don't know. For me, I'm just worried about legacy at this point. And I want to do right by as many people as possible. And I want the people who are closest to me to think that I'm a good person. Because everyone else that's outside my circle, they don't really know me. And I really don't care what they have to say. And even people in my circle, I feel like they don't really know me as much as I know myself. So to an extent, I'm really not worried about their opinion either. But in the grand scheme of things, I do kind of care about what they think because I want that legacy. I want to be known as the person who just did right by every single person that, that I came across and was just positive and, and happy and all that. Like, And I want to be able to give that to other people. That's the point of this podcast. It really is. And, and it just makes me excited when I talk about this stuff, like I'm so passionate about like this topic, for example, I'm so passionate about it that I had to make a whole episode about it, <laughs> like a whole episode about this topic. It's just crazy. It is. But I think that actually does it for this episode. And really, I think I got everything out that I wanted to say. I have some notes here. I'm kind of glancing at them. I'm pretty sure I talked about everything I wanted to say, but I'll leave you with this last note before I get into my closing stuff, because I think it hits home. And when you truly understand it, it just gives you so much more power. Like you have no idea. And it's this, when you can genuinely be nice 
to somebody, just genuinely be nice to somebody, you have no idea how much strength you have. Because, and, and, and it takes a lot of weight off your shoulders too, because you don't have to worry about when somebody else is thinking about you, because you know that you're being genuine with everything that you do. And you don't have to worry about somebody who's spreading lies about you because they're not true anyway. You're being genuine. So that's my, that's my closing stuff, right? That's the moral of the story. Just be genuine. Be the best person you can be for yourself and for the people around you. And, and you win. That's all there is to it. You win at that point. Last week, I, I asked uh, a question or put, it, put out a statement for people to ask questions for a Q&A. And to my surprise, which wasn't really a surprise, I didn't get any. But I want to continue that, uh, that theme here. I want to try to do questions at the end of the episode to answer specific scenarios. So if you have a question, if you know me personally, you could just reach out to me, know my socials. If you have them, reach out to me. I'd love to answer your question on the podcast. Or you can also email the podcast email, which is bullishprojectpodcast at gmail.com. Because I want to do like a little Q&A. I want to have fun with it. I want you guys to throw scenarios at me. And I want to be able to think to myself like what I would do based on my perspective and, and offer that to you for free, by the way. I'm adding value to myself by doing this all for free because I feel like the information I have and, and the mindset that I have is valuable for most people my age or even older or younger, whoever. But most people my age, just because of the people that I interact with who are, are all around my age. I was talking to my boy, um, Jacob, actually. He's He's been training me for a while, once every few months-ish, a um, couple times he's got me in, and I just haven't been able to stick with it. So part of my journey is reaching out to him for his expertise to try to stick with the fitness and working out and getting the personal training stuff done, whereas I don't have any problem with the mindset in general as far as the outlook I have on life or just being positive and happy and all that. I feel like I've figured that out. But I do have a toxic relationship with food and that's my downfall. So he's been helping me out in the gym. Shout out to you, man, because that really does help me. And he's, he even said to me, like, I don't know him too well, but I do know him enough. And he even said to me, like, it meant the world to me. I'll shout it out real quick. He said, you know, man, you've really got the mindset figured out. It's just the do part that you got to figure out. And that really set into me because the do part has been my downfall for the longest time. You know, I have the mindset. I, I feel like most people do have the mindset. They're like, oh, they dream big and they want to do all this stuff, but they just don't do it. And I'm at the point in my life now where I just want to do it. And for four weeks in a row, I've done this podcast and I've just done it. So I'm proud of myself for that. And I want you guys to do it too, because it, it just feels so much better when you for example, when doing when I'm doing this podcast, I plan out. I got my notes here. I got I got so many notes. Like I'm scrolling through like so many notes here, and then I just compile it for one episode to try to get a main theme, and then I put it out. And this takes a lot of work. Like I have to plan it out and stuff. So 
it's not just, hey, I turn on the camera and I start talking, which sometimes I do and I ramble on, but I try my best to stick to a certain theme and to stick to certain topics and have a certain flow just to make it all sound good and for the listener or the viewer to make it as listenable as possible, if that makes sense. I want to bring value to people, but I don't want it to be all over the place. So shout out to you, Jacob. I really appreciate that because I am working on my due and I am actually doing it. So shout out to you. But to close this episode, again, I want to invite you guys to do the question. Send me a question if you have a question about a certain scenario that you're facing right now, a certain struggle. Let me know. I was going to answer a question on this episode and I actually don't have any at the moment that I could answer. Maybe if I think about it a little more, I might have one for the next episode, but I'll throw it out there once more. Give you guys a second chance. If you have any at all, just reach out to me because I'd love to answer it as a closing part of the episode for the podcast and we'll go from there. So I'm excited for week five. I'll see you guys next Monday for that episode. But until then, stay happy, be happy, do anything you got to do to just be happy. I'll see you guys later. Peace.